Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Remind you, reach for your best. Reach for success, but most of all, reach for God because God is love and love is everything. We out here. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. Metro D.C. Police Officer Michael Fanone says law enforcement was overwhelmed and scared during the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Fanone and other officers testified during the first hearing of the House Select Committee on the Capitol assault. He said cops were being beat to hell. Regardless of your vaccination status, the CDC says you should wear a mask if going in a school. CDC recommends that everyone in K-12 schools wear a mask indoors, including teachers, staff, students, and visitors. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky released the new guidance Tuesday. A man is facing federal charges in Maryland for allegedly sending threatening emails to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Thomas Connolly Jr. is accused of sending the emails over about seven months, threatening to kill Fauci and Dr. Francis Collins, the current director of the National Institutes of Health. I'm Brian Shook. Southland Industrial Electric has an important message for all our women listeners. Each year, many are diagnosed with breast cancer. However, if detected early, steps can be taken towards the prevention and treatment of cancer. Please schedule a mammogram today. That's Southland Industrial Electric, your licensed, bonded, and insured answer to residential, commercial, and industrial electric problems. No problem is too big or too small when you're dealing with power, and no hour is too late for an emergency. Call 661-718-8266. That's 661-718-8266. Southland Industrial Electric can even install a complete new system, so call today for estimates. KCAA is the NBC news station east of Los Angeles. $175 total buys an hour program on 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, and 1050 AM with free audio and video streaming and podcasting included. See KCAARadio.com or call 281-599-9800 for details. My mom suppressed cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction. Plus, the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-616-4199 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, running or not. 
Call 800-616-4199. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early like they did with my mom. Donate today. Call 800-616-4199. 800-616-4199. KCAA Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast on three terrestrial frequencies to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on Real Radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281-599-9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type kcaaradio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details, 281-599-9800. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com, or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. K-C-A-A. I live here, work here, and raised my children here. I, like so many others, am rolling up my sleeves to make San Bernardino the best it can be. Won't you join us? Welcome to the Uplift San Bernardino Radio Show. I'm Erin Brinker. Welcome to our third installment, our third episode of the Uplift San Bernardino Radio Show. Like it said in the intro, I'm Erin Brinker, and uh, I work uh, with the, I work for the Making Hope Happen Foundation, which is a foundation in the city of San Bernardino and serves as the backbone of this collective impact initiative. But as the backbone, that means we do a lot of the administrative work and connecting all the partners, but it's the partners who do all the heavy lifting. I am super excited to welcome to the show Maria Molina Solano. She is the uh, co-chair. We have two chairs of our small business. This is Resources for Entrepreneurs uh, group, um, and they do working group, and they do a tremendous amount of work supporting the entrepreneurs in the city of San Bernardino. She's also the executive director for the National Latina Business Women's Association Inland Empire, a nonprofit organization. She maintains an innate passion for the growing Latina entrepreneur in the Latino business community in which she thrives at building the financial 
platform of community sponsorships to enable the success of the organization. Maria is also known for her diverse, well-rounded professional background in banking with over 20 years experience to speak of. She has participated as an advocate for the Hispanic population, having served on the California Hispanic Chambers of Commerce, Procurement and Education Committees, LAUSD, Procurement Advisory Board, LA Minority Business Opportunity Committee, Procurement, Access to Capital and Education Development. She chaired the Transportation Board's Advisory Committee for the Los Angeles County MTA and served as an advisory board member focusing on procurement and access to capital for the Women's Transportation Coalition. Maria Solano, welcome to the show. Good evening, Erin, and thank you for having me join um, uh, your show. Appreciate it. Well, I, uh, I first starting out, yeah, you know, this small this uh, re- resources for entrepreneurs working group, which started out as a small business working group, was the name, but it's now resources for entrepreneurs. Um, has been you all hit the ground running as soon as that working group was founded, and that's really the work uh, that's thanks to you and to uh, your co-chair uh, Monica. And so, you know, talk a little bit about how you got involved with this um, with this project, and you know what it was like in the early days. So, um, I um, a friend of mine who happened to be working for Wells Fargo Bank at the time, Karen um, Karen Suarez, who is now the executive director of Uplift San Bernardino, uh, told me about this program, invited me to to come in and. Here, listen to what the needs were for the city of San Bernardino, and uh, and and I was actually very excited because that was an area that was in my in my uh, bucket list to do for our organization. Um, we know that the city of San Bernardino suffered a bankruptcy years ago, so personally, I wanted to be sure that we could service that community. Uh, and so, um, so the involvement started with uh, understanding what the needs of the community of that particular community were, and and what type of support that they needed. And so, we we met a couple of times, and and uh, then I thought, okay, well, we we need to do more. I happen to be very curious about things, right? So I asked a lot of questions. And um, and so once we met with a whole group, uh, I was um, uh, I I uh, actually offered my services as co-chair for this particular group, the business group. That is that is my expertise, and um, and I feel pretty pretty fortunate that that I was invited because it just gives me and the organization an opportunity to serve the community, a community that has so much need. A community that is over 70% Hispanic, 50% of that community does not speak English. So it, it's just uh, a community that has so much need. And I mean, I could go on and on about that community, but in general, the IE is a community that does not have enough corporate resources being uh, funneled into the, into the area. So this was a perfect opportunity for me to get really involved and understand the community's needs uh, and, uh, and and participate in the uh, in the development of this resource group. And so initially, we uh, we did a couple uh, well, not a couple. I think maybe fifteen or twenty webinars 
to to talk to the community to let them know what this uh, project was all about and how it could service them in in their uh, in their quest to become entrepreneurs or business owners in this city. And we wanted to make sure that uh, the community understood what this could mean for the community in creating jobs and uh, providing jobs for the youth of the community so that the community stays in the city of San Bernardino rather than goes out of the city or even out of the region to, to find jobs. Um, and so those, uh, we believe that those webinars were pretty successful. We provided them in English and Spanish, and we talked about the, the, the various resources that are available um, and we talked about the different organizations that were available to, to service them, to provide them uh, capacity building programs and technical assistance programs and consulting services. Um, because, you know, it is very amazing to find out that, that so many people in the community uh, are not aware of so many resources that are available to them to learn how to become how to successfully run their businesses. And and so, um, you know, personally with our organization, every time we start a new, a new program, my first question is, are you familiar with the Small Business Administration resources that are available or the Small Business Development Centers that are available here in the Inland Empire? And maybe one or two people out of 25 know what it is. So the, these webinars really uh, uh, saturated the uh, participants with information of resources, and that's what this project is all about, bringing resources to the city of San Bernardino to help the small business community or the sole proprietors uh, grow their businesses, start their businesses, create new jobs, and keep the youth in San Bernardino. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I nationwide, uh, Latinos as, as, a, as a population are far more entrepreneurial than the, than the general public. Um, you know, they're m- much more likely to, um, to be starting businesses than, than, than other demographics. Over the past 10 years, the number of Latino business owners grew 34% compared mm-hmm. to 1% for all business owners in the U.S., which is, which is huge. And I think that, um, you know, if, if there's a particular group that if you give them the tools that they need to make a successful business, they will be successful. Right. And, you know, the interesting thing about that, there's two things here. Uh, yes, we are the highest number growing in creating new, new businesses. But at the same time, this demographic is at the bottom of the totem pole in terms of uh, pr- producing uh, more more income. And we find that one of the reasons is because of, of lack of training. Um, that's one of, one of the reasons. And so that's where these organizations, these services are so critical to that community. But not only that community, I think the community of color, the women of color. Women are less likely to qualify for business loans Women of color uh, are, are receiving 4% of contracting opportunities in the nation. That's ridiculous. You know, that shouldn't be happening. 50% of the population in the U.S. are women. Yes. And so we need to make sure that they get 
the, uh, the, the, they identify the resources available to them to strengthen the operational capacity of their business. But then, you know, you made another point. Um, Hispanics uh, uh, are, are more entrepreneurial, but that really comes from the need because our countries are so poor, right? And, and they have to make money for their families. So they find ways, they find ways to, to, to be able to uh, get funds to feed their families. It comes out of need. So I think it's a cultural thing because that's what the, that's what the, the Latinos and Latinas uh, face in our country. Um, so, so we come here and, well, you know, I, I, was, I was brought here at nine months, so I can't say we, but <laughs> our community comes here and, and they're ready. You know, they're ready to do anything to, to make money. So if they have to cook at home and sell their food and uh, become caterers that way, that's what they do. I mean, that's what we do in our, uh, that's what people do in our country. You know, they, they, they make, they create these little grocery stores out of their front room. Their front room becomes a grocery store. Their kitchen becomes a kitchen for the neighborhood. So it's, uh, it's, very, it's a very cultural thing. So let's talk a little bit about some of the work that's being done by this, uh, this Resources for Entrepreneurs working group. Um, uh, talk about some of the training that happens. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So the, the, the trainings for the different organizations, is that what you're referring to? Yes, the ones that, you know, because... Uplift San Bernardino, and I and I don't know that I have said it in in this episode. The Uplift does not seek to to add any additional work. What we're trying to, to the partners, what we're trying to do is bring our partners together, so we're all swimming and rowing the boat in the same direction. And so, part of this this working group, we we bring the partners together, like the um, uh, the Latina Business Women's Association um, and associate association. Uh, and, I'm sorry. I know I butchered that. I don't speak Spanish. I tried. Um, you did very good. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, and and the small business development centers and and others. And we amplify the work that they're doing. And so, what what are some of those workshops by all the partners that are happening? So, at, for all of these organizations that you mentioned, we're all, our goal, I think, is the same. Let's develop these uh, business owners, these entrepreneurs. Uh, into businesses that will that will have longevity, businesses that will not close within a five-year period. So let's provide technical assistance um, to this to the individuals that are interested in starting a business or or uh, uh, growing their business. So technical assistance. What does that look like? Uh, it looks like different types of programs. So for NLBWA. Um, we have our capacity building programs are um, for startup businesses. It's called Emerging Latina uh, Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, and it's an eight-week program that covers uh, how to start a business, how to determine what type of entity you want to uh, have for your business, um, 
creating a business plan, understanding financial statement and cash management and leadership in business. And most important of all is understanding how to prepare yourself as a business owner to become lendable. You know, to make sure that when you're ready to expand your business, you can you can apply and and qualify for a business loan, and um, and so you know that's part of the uh, creating a strong operation for the business so that it can continue to grow, and the um, business management and leadership academy services individuals who have been in business three years plus, and we are the goal for that program is to develop entrepreneurs to become vendors for corporations and public entities. And one, one of the goals there is to uh, 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 help them develop a capability statement, which is like a resume for an individual. It's a resume for the business. So that they can present themselves with corporate buyers with, with documentation that shows what, what it is that they can do and why they should be hired as a small business vendor. Um, and then, of course, uh, access to capital. We want to make sure that they understand what they need to do to qualify for loans. Um, so those are our programs. Uh, Emprendedoras, La Asociación de Emprendedoras focuses on individuals that um, are um, in, uh, Spanish-speaking only, and their program is uh, a program that talks about developing you to become a, uh, a successful entrepreneur. It's all Spanish, and uh, it's an, uh, also an eight-week program, and it covers uh, similar areas, financial, uh, financial statement, um, uh, and understanding of financial statements, cash management, and, um, and uh, how to start a new business. So it's very much, uh, it's, it's very much an entrepreneurial training program, it's all in Spanish. So with, with that particular organization, the community, the non-English speaking community truly benefits because it's an all Spanish program. Uh, the uh, Inland Empire Women's Business Center has different type of trainings also to develop um, entrepreneurs or, or startups. Uh, and, and again, it's the same focus. And even though it says a women's business center, it really does service all small businesses. It's under the, uh, the under the SBA, the Small Business Administration. And then you have the Small Business Development Center uh, in Ontario that services um, the whole of San Bernardino. It also provides entrepreneurial training. But in addition to that, they provide consulting services at no cost. All of most uh, all of the programs are at no cost. The consulting services, those are critical for any business owner. Um, it's a no cost. I mean, you know, to have a, a coach for a business, it costs generally $395 an hour. Right. You get this under the SBDC um, at no cost. And they will, they will provide the mentoring services as long as you need them. And it can cover anything between... Uh, human resources, website development, marketing, technology. So it covers all of the pillars that are required for a, for a small business. So under this resource group, you and a, a business owner can access uh, so many different programs. Uh, they're all available throughout the year. And overall, our goal is to create 
businesses that, or to support businesses that will have longevity, that will go past that five-year mark, that will grow, that will create jobs, that will become vendors for corporations, for public utilities, for government entities. That is the goal of all these organizations. Uh, that are together under the Uplift Governance umbrella. Oh, and that's awesome. And we have the benefit in our region of a world-class uh, Center for Entrepreneurship at Cal State San Bernardino, and I know that they are, are part of supporting this effort as well. And so if you are looking to start a business, this is a great place to do it. And in San Bernardino, you have the, the benefit of, of lower lower entry costs for, uh, you know, square footage for office space and, you know, some of these other things that, that add up in the, the your cost of running your business. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a great time to start a business in San Bernardino. So we are just about out of time. Um, how do people find and follow you on social media and get more information about uh, the uh, Latina Business Women's Association? So you can go to www.nlbwa-ie and you can find us on social media and uh, you can reach our website. Uh, our next program, the Business Management and Leadership Academy, starts in September, and we invite you to, to go to our website and get um, more detailed information on that. And then our conference uh, is in October, and uh, we're having a procurement event at the conference, and we look forward to meet all of you there and join us at the gala on October 29th. Oh, sounds fantastic. Maria, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been, you've been, it's been great, very informative, and thank you for all the hard work that you do. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate this opportunity. Have a great evening. Thank you. You too. All right. Well, that's uh, incredible. Um, uh, The work that she's, that she is doing and that others are doing. And I know that, um, you know, you, it, when you start your own business, and I have been an entrepreneur, um, uh, and there's so many things that you don't think about until you're in it, like the importance of keeping your books straight. And, you know, some tax people will tell you, oh, you don't really need to show any income. You don't want to pay income tax. Well, the problem is, is that may be benefit you on that in that tax year. But when it comes time to apply for money, if you haven't realized any income, you're not going to be able to um, qualify for any funding to grow your business. And so it's just, you know, that's, that's, not usually the best thing to do. You want to make sure that you um, that you have a real story to tell with your books and that you know how to do that. And there's free help to teach you how to do that. So it looks like our next guest is not yet here. So um, we are going to be talking to Hilda Kennedy. She is the president of Ampac Tri-State CDC, and uh, she'll be calling in very shortly. Um, it's a... Uh, important that we when we think about the economic um uh, the economic resources in a particular community. You look at San Bernardino and you think, well, I mean, just next door in Riverside, there's far more dollars that are invested there for businesses than there are in San Bernardino. Does that mean that people in San Bernardino aren't smart enough to have a business? Well, of course not. Um, you know, perception really matters. And people think, well, I'm going to go to Riverside. Don't go to Riverside. I mean, you can go to Riverside. Obviously, we like Riverside too. But, you know, in San Bernardino, there's plenty of opportunities. And there are people who are really 
stepping up and want to help you with so many free resources. Um, they want to help you be successful because if you're successful, um, you know, success is contagious and other people will be uh, successful as well. So to talk a little bit more about Uplift San Bernardino, um, the members of the Small Business Resource Group, um, it's a diverse group of small business leaders and champions from throughout the Inland Empire uh, focused together in this work on on growing entrepreneurial success in San Bernardino. So we do have Ampac, the business capital, which is a which is a lender that does um, SBA loans. So it's a it's an important lender. The Micro Enterprise Collaborative is a member. Um, National Community Renaissance, which does housing, but um, you know part of their services with housing is to um, give support to residents and and others. Um, association or association, I can't say that. De emprendedoras, I don't speak Spanish. Um, is a member Inland Empire's Small Business Development Center, the NPHS, and the IE Women's Business Center, and the Nat- National Latina Business Women's Association um, are are there. You know, need funding? We can help you if you are, you know, uh, looking for any support. We can help. So why don't we go ahead and and can we do a commercial break? All right. Why don't we go ahead and do a commercial break and we'll um, see if we can get uh, uh, Miss Hilda Kennedy on the line. If not, we'll have to reschedule her. I'm Erin Brinker. This is Uplift San Bernardino Radio. And I, I really appreciate you listening tonight. Loma Linda, 10.50 a.m., 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-755-7762. 800-755-7762. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 and the 215 meet in Riverside, near Marino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Wings. Wait, what? With more styles, better flavors, and fresher wings, you could only be in the original American wing joint. Get them smoked, bacon-wrapped, original style, and now introducing new roasted wings. Roasted crispy to seal in the flavor and seal out half the calories. One taste and you'll think of nothing else. We'll see about that. 
Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 and the 215 meet in Riverside, near Merino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Hooters, the original American wing joint. K-C-A-A. Welcome back. Uh, I am Erin Brinker, and this is the Uplift San Bernardino Radio Show. I want to talk a little bit about some of the news that's happening in the San, in the city of San Bernardino um, while we wait for our guest. So um, the Inland Empire Food Bank say that uh, people are still in need, but aid is waning. You know, um, lots of people lost their jobs during COVID um, and during the shutdowns, and not everybody's opened back up. Um, thanks to federal programs, Inland Empire Food Banks stepped up, assisting twice as many people during the pandemic as normal. But um, as the health crisis wanes, so as the federal aid. And so that means the food banks are trying to figure out how to keep providing as some residents continue struggling to financially recover. There's lots of food banks around town. And of course, you can go um, Feeding America is a, a great place uh, to, to donate. They are in Riverside County, but they support San Bernardino and Riverside County. Um, Catholic Charities maintains a food bank. Um, so does God's Pantry in Pomona, if you want to go out that far. Um, there's lots of hungry people throughout the Inland Empire. If you want more information, um, this article is from the Sun newspaper. And, uh, in, and again, it's called, in, it's the, the headline is Inland Empire Food Bank say, people are still in need. So I am super excited to welcome to the show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hilda Kennedy. She is the president of Ampac Tri-State CDC uh, and a nonprofit economic development corporation certified by the United States Small Business Administration to provide SBA guaranteed 504 loans for new and growing small businesses. Ampac is the SBA's first faith-based certified lender in the country. Um, they're a member of the National Association of Development Companies. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Hilda is a member of the National Association of Development Companies, uh, a board member of the Risk Management Association of Inland Empire, past president of the National Association of Women Business Owners. Um, she is the uh, National Association of Women Business Owners Policy Director, and she's got a strong re- relationship with a number of banks, investors, and non-traditional lenders. She's been in this community uh, for quite a while and very, very connected. She's a graduate of uh, UC Berkeley with a degree in psychology and completed postgraduate fellowship at the Coro Foundation in New York. Hilda Kennedy, welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. So talk us talk to us a little bit about um, the, you know, uh, CDC. So there's business capital, the kind of work that you do is, is, I mean, you're lending money, but it's different from banks. And so how are they different? Yeah, so um, certified development companies are nonprofit mission-based lenders. And different from banks for financing commercial real estate, where a bank would require 25 to 30% as a down payment, this program through the SBA Government Guaranteed Program only requires 10% down payment. Oh, wow. That makes it more affordable for a small business to own their commercial real estate. A lot of people are renting or leasing. Lease rates go up. The opportunity to be able to own, stabilize, build wealth and legacy for the family is what this program seeks to offer. In addition, um, oftentimes when you're doing a loan, your rate is variable and it's fixed for, it may be fixed for a short period of time. With this program, it's fixed for 25 years and amortized over 25 years, meaning the entire life of the loan. So the small business can plan their cost over time. And that's really significant as you're trying to add new inventory and add new employees so that you're not worried about your cost going up and um, or affected by interest rates that may rise uh, significantly from when you first buy your building or finance your equipment. So, and these are large purchases. Obviously, if you're buying a building, depending on the size of the building, you're, you know, several hundred to millions of dollars um, in, in, in purchasing this real estate. Um, but what if you don't need that much money? Maybe you, you know, the only thing you need to do is buy a van and you're going to buy a used one and you don't need as much money. Do you do smaller loans as well? We do. We are also a partner of the SBA as a micro lender, and we're a community development financial institution as well as community advantage. So we do loans from 5000 to 250000 direct lending as a mission-based, again, lender. As a nonprofit, we're not beholden to shareholders. We're really beholden to the mission to advance entrepreneurial dreams. And so we provide those smaller dollar loans for someone starting up uh, for a business starting or in this in the case of post-pandemic for a business starting over or mm-hmm. trying to get their bearing or expand or scale. Those small dollar loans allow them to do that. And we provide lower interest, small dollar loans. And we differ from, you know, some of the fintech lenders that will you know, get you in and say there's no paperwork, there's no, you know, you don't have to provide any financials, but they're going to charge you 160% interest. And that's not what we do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. How is that not loan sharking? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And let me just say, some people can be disciplined because they really need the funds quickly because they have a contract. And it requires that level of discipline to get in that kind of loan uh, so that you can pay it off quickly and not have to pay those exorbitant interest rates. So be wise about that if you do that. Now, this show is Uplift San Bernardino, but you all, in addition to serving San Bernardino, serve a good chunk of Southern California, correct? We we do. Uh, we actually provide um, loans for real estate and equipment through the SBA 504 program throughout the state. 
And then our other smaller dollar loan programs are really centered in Southern California. And while we can go further out, we really try and focus our attention in Southern California, especially targeting the Inland Empire, San Bernardino, and Riverside counties, and of course, the city of San Bernardino. So if someone is looking at um, approaching you all for funding, and maybe, they, um, maybe they've been borrowing a commercial kitchen and they want to get into their own space, but they really they really don't know anything about pull, pulling that together. Do they have, do you have um, partners that you work with that can train them? Um, I know we do an uplift San Bernardino, but uh, partners that, that can help them kind of navigate all of that planning before they actually get the money. We really do. Um, certainly our team is equipped to do business advising and coaching, especially on financials and um, how to put together your financials. But we partner with the Women's Business Center and the Small Business Development Centers and SCORE. All of these are partners of the Small Business Administration to really do that hands-on, helping to figure out a business plan, a marketing strategy, and looking at projections on how the business can succeed for the long haul and really mapping that out and putting that on paper and then understanding what you've put on paper. You know, um, I was talking with a, a friend of mine who's a CPA, and uh, he said, you'd be surprised how many small businesses, they, they bring the shoebox at the end of the year, and it's that I, I have to pull those receipts out to do their taxes. Um, you know, do you help people get beyond that stage? <laughs> <laughs> well, we certainly coach. Once we, we really do bring in those kind of partners like bookkeepers and CPAs to help them pull it out of the shoebox, but we had a customer that we work with, a small business owner, we really coached her through the shoe box and she was able to buy her building. And she, she, she brags about uh, Ampac makes business dreams come true. But we do training programs in our offices as well so that we can help that business go beyond the shoe box and really develop partners and build their bench of resource partners who can help them and to continue to stay with them for the long haul of building their business through their legacy planning. That's, that's incredible. So the kind of, we talked a little bit about real estate and you mentioned um, equipment. So what kind of equipment um, would people come to you to, to, to help fund? Well, we recently launched a truck program to support the logistics industry in the Inland Empire. A lot of, um, through the CalCap program, through the state of California, there is an effort that we're a partner of to try and retrofit some of the trucks to make them cleaner vehicles. But we are also supporting logistics businesses as well. Uh, and then for businesses, manufacturers that are buying CNC machines and larger print presses, we can finance those with the SBA 504 program. There's a lot of robotics that people are um, bringing online to uh, be more efficient in serving customers and um, building out these warehouses. We can finance those with the SBA 504 program. Wow, that's excellent. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, I um, I have my own. I'm an independent owner operator, and I have I have one truck that I you know scrimped and saved and I bought, and now I have to retrofit it. Um, maybe maybe I'm incorporated, maybe I'm not. Um, 
do I need to incorporate before working with you? No, we work with a number of soul props. <laughs> we work with so many pro, soul props with the PPP program. No, you do not have to be incorporated. We encourage it, and as you're growing, we certainly coach you on um, making sure that you consider that to reduce your liability, but we, uh, we support and work with soul props. So we only have about 60 seconds left. Let people know how they can find you on the, on the web and on social media and, and learn more about AMPAC. Sure. So you can visit our website at AMPAC, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, P, Paul, A, Apple, C, Cat, dot com, www.ampac.com, or call our office, 909-915-1706. And we're certainly at hashtag AMPAC or hashtag AMPAC Business Capital or hashtag ABC. We also have a YouTube channel that you can just Google AMPAC Business Capital. Um, Our goal, our vision is to uplift communities, strengthen families, and advance entrepreneurial dreams. And we're here to serve small businesses. Well, Hilda Kennedy, it's been a treat to have you on the air. Thank you so much for the work that you do and uh, uh, for being a part of Uplift San Bernardino. Well, thank you very much. Thank you um, for having me, and we look forward to the partnership continuing to grow. Indeed, indeed. All right. Have a great evening. All right. So it looks like our next guest is on the line. We have Adam Russell. Adam Russell, now, if you have been listening to the shows, I've been on the air for 12 years here on KCAA. It is like my second home. And um, I did a daily radio show for most of that time that I that I wrapped up at the end of May. And we had a regular, every other week, we had our Friday Fun Days with Adam Russell. He is uh, a, a banker extraordinaire. Um, his experience comes from a myriad of career-related positions in corporate, commercial, business, and retail banking. His community service service also includes board and credit committee experience with Enterprise Funding Corp, uh, serving on the board of a local foster youth services nonprofit um, that administers to over 500 youth, and being on the board of the Inland Empire chapter of the Risk Management Associates. Um, he has additional experience gained as an adjunct professor of finance at CSUSB and the Jack Brown School of Business and Public Administration. He's also been, he was the, I think he was the president uh, for more than one year of the Dean's Advisory Council. Um, he has degrees uh, at that at the at CSUSB. Uh, the degrees include a Bachelor of Arts from the University of California, Los Angeles, and an MBA in finance from the University of Southern California. And we know that causes some inner struggle. Adam Russell, welcome to the show. Wow. Man, that's the research there, Aaron. Oh, my gosh, man, that's all we have time for, folks. Thank you very much for checking in to the Adam Russell quarter hour there. Um, man, uh, it sounds impressive. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, and, sure. and, you know, in the, in the shows, uh, in the, we're on the brink when I was still doing that show and, and the morning show before that, you, you would talk about kind of what was going on in, in mm-hmm. the world of, of the economy, you know, kind of how things are going and, you know, real estate prices or, you know, whatever in a particular yep. area. And mm-hmm. uh, so how's it going in San Bernardino right now? You know, San Bernardino, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting town. What's, what's the, it has a lot of things going for it. And I went and looked at Uplift San Bernardino. I really like the message that you have there, uh, all the people that have signed on. And with that kind of participation, I mean, it's clear to me that everybody wants the city 
to get better. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of things going on. They just opened up a new apartment complex uh, over at uh, Crestview Terrace in the Arrowhead Grove neighborhood. Oh, yes. It's Um, beautiful. Yeah. You know, and and that's where, you know, you, you kind of, struggle with, you know, what, what, at what price is affordable housing? Because frankly, f- for working class folks, uh, really not a lot of the housing is affordable. Right. And so, and, and for example, here you have a fellow getting a three bedroom apartment for 500 a month. Well, that's why he had 20,000 applicants. Right. Uh, and so uh, I, I think as this, as these needs are filled in the state uh, and the county uh, got a boatload of money, uh, from the care stuff, if they can funnel this and actually build something that doesn't cost an arm and a leg to build, that uh, maybe engage some private industry uh, into that, you know, this, the city will grow. I mean, it used to be, I mean, you go back 40, 50 years, I mean, it was a hub. I mean, it, it came in, you had the corridor coming in, the railroads, BNSF was one of the major uh, railroads coming through there, and it's a major employer in San Bernardino. Um, and you know, for better or for worse, you know, it's in what's called an opportunity zone. And what that does for investors is that if you take your money, let's say you've, you have a property and maybe you sold it or you have some stocks and you sold them, you've got a lot of capital gains off of that sale. Uh, you don't want to pay the tax on the capital gains. Well, if you take those funds and you invest them in opportunity zones and you leave the money in there for 10 years, those capital gains... Uh, there's no taxes on them. That's beautiful. It is. And then if you take that money and then you sell that property or exit the investment after 10 years, there's no tax on that on those capital gains. That's beautiful. It is. But that's, that's the whole point is to get people yes. to invest in the opportunity zones. And, and San Bernardino has by far the biggest opportunity zone. The city is almost an entire opportunity zone. It is. Uh, and so it is. And, and there's... And there's also what, what they have going forward is that everybody's focused on that, which is good. You were talking to Hilda, and Hilda's just an outstanding uh, person that's very supportive of the community. And uh, one of the programs that the state has that has out there is the state guarantee loan program, which is, frankly, a little bit better than the SBA 7A. And so if you're looking to expand, uh, you know, San Bernardino is really, I, I think, a good place to be. Obviously, you're not you're going to pick and choose your properties. I know of a number of business owners in there, and you know, they've done well. They like supporting the community, and that's why they're in the city. You know, we've watched over the years how the city has changed. You know, from I moved to San Bernardino in 1990, and at that time, uh, that's when the uh, the march not march marches in Riverside um, Norton Air Force Base was closing down, and and you yeah. know the the personality of the city changed a lot. A lot of the retail went away, and you know they're we all know what happened. It's been, the the city's gone through some trials, but over the last several years, we have watched it really bloom into this inland port. Now, some people say, oh, warehouse jobs. I don't want a warehouse job. But, you know, logistics is a multi-billion dollar international uh, industry. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if this is, this is, if you want to learn how to do it, you know, Cal State has their logistics program. Um, Cajon High School, with funding from Amazon, has a logistics pathway. Um, and there's all of these opportunities to really get into this high-tech business right here. Absolutely. And, and, and you look at the employers. Um, I had that, 
you, you go to, let's see, the EDD, where was it? Had it a second ago. There we go. You have Amazon Fulfillment is one of the major employers in San Bernardino. The Burlington Distribution Center is a major employer in San Bernardino. Then, of course, you have the usual suspects, Cal State San Bernardino, uh, Community Hospital in San Bernardino, um, the county, county support, county sheriffs, uh, medical center, all based out of the city of San Bernardino. Uh, so you, you have definitely have the employers. And I think a career in logistics, whether you get it out of high school or whether you go to uh, the logistics center over at uh, Cal State, you know, I, I, you, you can't miss with that because it's something that experience can build on. You don't need to be a math major to get in there. But you will learn skills that involve math and calculations that will, will, will benefit years down the road. Uh, so I, I got to tell you, I'm, the area is really primed, I think, to boom. And with the economy going the way it is, um, with you know the unemployment rate's going to go down. That's got that's a key thing as. We wean our workers off of the unemployment that's out there. They're going to be coming in. Amazon is, pay, is paying by far. I mean, they're, they're, they set the bar for uh, wages in the IE, uh, much to, you know, the frustration of a lot of the smaller warehouses. But, you know, that's competition. That's, that's capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> and for better or for worse. You know, right. if you want more money. And, but, but, the, but the training that you get, and I've had, I've had pros and cons. I've had students go, wow, that's a great place. And I've had students go, oh, I hated working there. Well, okay. But isn't that true of everywhere? Well, sure. But, you know, I've always told them that uh, all my students, no matter what the job is, if you're with a Fortune 500 company, of which Amazon is one, McDonald's is another, they got Burger King, any of those places, everybody looks at that as kind of being a little, well, those aren't really good jobs. The heck they aren't. Um, those, those franchisees aren't built on a, on a wing and a prayer. They, they have structure. Uh, they have organization. And if you're part of that training program, I've seen people that start as, uh, as servers at McDonald's end up owning them Yes. 15 years down the road. But you got to wait 15 years. I think you got to work. Your, you've got to work, and you've got to save your money, mm-hmm. and you've got to build a reputation. And training, 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 training. Learn, 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 learn. Well, and let's you say know? restaurant management logistics still aren't your thing. There are thousands of uh, government jobs. You, you mentioned we have the county offices, we have health care, sure. and um, uh, the city schools. We've got some state offices. We've got the county schools. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the railroad still is in San Bernardino. There's also lots of nonprofits in San Bernardino. So there are people tend to think, oh, there's no opportunity here. Yes, there is. Um, there absolutely is. And, you know, for the nonprofits out here, you know, that state guarantee program, they will also fund nonprofits. Yes. And SBA 7A will not. Yes. Yes. So there you go. I mean, there, there's opportunity there. So and I, I, had a, I had a phone call earlier this week from a fellow. Uh, he's starting, you know, uh, starting up a nonprofit. He's got the plan down. He's got a couple of contracts already. And, you know, he wants to know, gee, you know, what, you know what, what's the pay rate? You know, do I, do I pay myself? Do, does the board get paid? I said, hey, just because it's a nonprofit doesn't mean you don't make money. Right. Um, but that's what the board does. The board regulates what you make. Now, you can't have a board that just rubber stamps everything you say. There should be some discourse uh, and, and deciding. And you've been on a number of nonprofits, Aaron, both yes. on the board side and on the employee side. Yes. And as a consultant. Uh, so, 
and that, you know, there you go. And, uh, you know, I, I would think that, if, you know, if someone has a question on nonprofit, you know, hey, folks, talk to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> She will give you a tip or two. And if I can't answer your question, I'll connect you with somebody who can. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's another great point, is that you use your connections. You know, I was going through my old notes uh, for my uh, finance classes, because i got my another, another personal finance class coming up in, I think it starts in September uh, uh, at, at Cal State. And, you know, I, I, you emphasize it. You've got to make your connections over. You're in a class with 30, 40, 50, 60 other kids that are all going to be doing something in the next four years. Right. And you just have to keep that network. And with social media, it's just so simple. It is. You know, it's just, yeah. Especially on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a treasure trove. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I can tell because you read a lot of that stuff off LinkedIn, I'm guessing, <laughs> uh, for me. And, you know, it's, but that's that summarizes the experiences. You go on there, you do a search, that stuff comes up. And, you know, we send out an in-mail to someone. If they pick it up, great. If they don't, well, nothing, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You know, it's so funny because I met with a woman today who in-mailed me. And we've been trying to get together, and it was really uh, difficult. And finally, we, we met for lunch, and we had think, we, conversation was just popping. And so we were talking about things going on in the city and ways that we can work together. And we can, we're both in the nonprofit world, how we can um, leverage what we're both doing to impact more people. And, you know, and that is all all just reaching out to your network and developing a network. Um, and one of the challenges that our, our youth face in San Bernardino is they may not have access to that network. And um, we are working hard in Uplift to, and in the schools through their career pathways and all of that, to, to put them in line for internships and entry-level jobs and uh, networking opportunities, because it really can change how you do business. No, and I, I think what also can, can help is you know, for the kids that are juniors and seniors, you just have a speaker come in. You know, once a week you have someone come in and talk about their industry. Yep. You know, because we have this huge, you know, I don't, education is important, but it's not the end all. Uh, some of us are fine in the college situation. Some of us are outstanding. Some of us, you know, frankly suck. Okay, <laughs> that's just not our thing. We'd rather be doing something outdoors. Yeah, um, it's true. Yeah. And so uh, there, there has to be some sort of representation going in saying, hey, guys, these are your career options. Yes. And it doesn't have to revolve around going to UC or Cal State for four years. Um, and, you know, I get a lot of the, uh, I know the professors and the deans and that sort of thing are going to go, wow, how dare you? <laughs> well, no, because it, it, that's why you have, a, you know, that, that's why the graduation rate's not 100%. Right. It's not for everybody. Find something that you do well and then work your tail yeah. off. That's how you're exactly. successful. Exactly. You know, and, and, I and happen you to like school. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's, and there's a, there was what, the, I think in the paper today, there was a kid that was, you know, he was just a drawer in school, just drew. Drew, 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 drew in class. You get in trouble for drawing in class. You know that kid I'm talking about, you know, he's just kind of drawing there and really not paying attention to class. Well, he tried doing a year uh, at a community college, and that didn't work out. Then he heard about, I think it is the School of Art, in LA, one in L.A. And so he goes, and boom, he connects. And four years later, he's working for Netflix. That's beautiful. And this is a kid, I think, uh, Riverside, Yucaipa, somewhere around there. 
um, you know, just one of those stories that are uh, that's as profiled in the Daily Bulletin. So uh, it, it, there are schools for that. There was oh, what was story this week? Um, some guy. Whatever it is that you like to do, there's probably a college or university that has a field in that. Oh, it was car restoration. Ah, the guy was working on cars. That was his thing. Well, there was some school, I think it was in Montana, that actually had a four-year degree on Seriously? car restoration. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And, of course, now right now, right, I can just hear a sociology professor going, that's, 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 not, that's not a degree. That's, that's, that's not a degree. You're not using your mind. Baloney. Yeah, baloney. Okay. You know, and... So it is, it, and he gets a four-year degree, and he is, is working for this outfit, and he's just restoring cars. And that is, I mean, if you ever try to restore a car, it ain't cheap. No. No. You know? You know uh, the, the, worst, the only worst hobby you can have is maybe a horse. Maybe a so, horse? Yes, because that's expensive. That's oh. a month that just goes away. <laughs> yes. So I, I will tell you, I've got two brothers. Um, uh, uh, one's a half brother, one's a full brother. Uh, my half brother went to start a college, but didn't finish. And my uh, full brother, um, uh, he didn't even start college because that wasn't his thing. My my the one who never started college bought his first house uh, in his late twenties. Um, Just the insurance guy. Yes, and he's yes, doing great. Yes. Now, because insurance. Oh my gosh! You know, when you see these kids are outgoing. And I go, you know, let's see, four years of college or, you know, maybe six months in an insurance firm, take the test, pass it, and you sell friends, families, and fools your insurance, your your uh, pitch, and you build your book. Exactly. And it, and it takes a minute, and it's hard work. But yeah. it's hard. Anything you do, it's going to be hard work. Yeah. There's no there's no free lunch anywhere. So find what you like to do or what you're good at um, and do that, whatever that yeah. is. And, and maybe for and for some folks, you know, and, and you talk about an eight to five job. There are plenty of eight to fives. If that's your thing, you just want an eight to five with benefits, where you don't take the work home. There's a lot of government jobs that are yep. just eight to five. You you process stuff that doesn't make them any less skilled. You have to have some. You have to have some skills in reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? Exactly. Um, but the beauty of those jobs is they, you know, they're eight to five. The benefits are awesome. Um, and, you know, years and years and years ago, I was like, well, you know, I got a government job. Oh, well, I'm in the private sector. Well, you know what? <laughs> the, the, the laugh is on us because now they're retired. That's right. And we're working until we're dead to pay for their exactly. retirement. Exactly. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's what's your preference. But the thing is, what and I see that you guys are trying to keep, keep the kids in San Bernardino. You yeah, graduate, I mean, you stay here, you keep them in there. Yes. And the, the boon of COVID is that you'll be able to work remotely. And that's what's driving real estate, frankly. Yes. Is one, it stopped for two months. And so they already got behind their supply. And two, people are like, well, you know, I don't have to. You know, I can avoid a two-hour commute if I stay home. And, gee, I can buy a place out in Ukaipo or uh, San Bernardino. You know, there's, you know, there's great, there's some great houses, great neighborhoods in San Bernardino. There are. I live in one of them. There you go. <laughs> so we only have a couple of minutes left, and I and mm-hmm. I, um, you know, want to talk. You've worked with lots of small businesses in in uh, yeah. and medium size and large businesses in mm-hmm. when you were a banker, and then also with your company. Yeah. Very quickly, talk about services and solutions for business. Oh well, thank you, Aaron. Uh, 
what I do is I work with businesses, and um, right right now it's all about PPP loan forgiveness. So if you got a PPP loan, you need to have forgiven. You have a question, I'll take care of it. Um, and sometimes I just answer the question, and you go on your way. Uh, but also, too, I'm kind of doing projects where if someone's like I got a got a project uh, that they need to do. Hey, what's I need to do some projections? You know, their CPA is too busy to do it, or they don't have a CPA. Uh, or they want to figure out what the cost is. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood. Financial LLC, member SIPC.